the Big 12, they uh, Big 12 commissioner, uh, Brett Yormark, uh, told the Marchand and Orand podcast that the Big 12 was in talks with Gonzaga and UConn to join the Big 12 before they pivoted when the Pac-12 collapsed. They started kind of pillaging and looting whatever was left of the Pac-12 and came away with, with Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and prior to that, Colorado. Uh, before they did that, they said they were talking with UConn and Gonzaga. Yeah, get UConn. Nice, nice little regional rivalry with West Virginia. <laughs> Gosh, you can, Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Baylor and, and UConn. They that's cross town rivalry. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. Uh, I thought I thought the classic matchup. <laughs> there's a whole we could keep going. Texas Tech and UConn, of course. Give it to me. Texas Tech and Gonzaga. That is a basketball. Can't wait for uh, Iowa State Gonzaga. Um. But they were just they, they had the conversations, right? And and Yarmark as part of the podcast said we're no longer interested in doing that because these other things popped up. And and I'd want to ask this question to ACC fans and fans of ACC teams. I'm not entertaining Gonzaga because if you're not already on the West Coast, it doesn't make much sense to to do a, a school that doesn't have football and say, yeah, let's go all the way to Gonzaga. But would you be excited for UConn to join the ACC? I'm a little intrigued by this. Mm. Would you be excited for UConn to join the ACC? And I and I asked that question for a few reasons. Uh, one, basketball has to be worth something, right? Yeah, needs to. It 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 can't be like value less, right? It, it just can't be. I know everyone knows football is a different beast and football drives everything. But if you add a a national championship perennial contender to the ACC basketball schedule, that has to be worth something. So I feel like we could we could we we could phrase this question differently. Instead of would you be excited for UConn to join the ACC? Because we know they're talking, right? We know that they're open for business because they were talking to the Big Twelve. They'd answer the phone at least. Oh yeah. So so now you have to decide, do we want to call them, right? <laughs> That's what the ACC has to go into. Uh, would you be excited for UConn basketball coming to the triangle three times a year? I think the answer to that is heck yes. Absolutely. Give me that. Right? We get excited. Uh, uh, Kansas and Carolina are playing a uh, home and home. And I'm like, That's a blue blood coming to, to a, on, like a, a, a team's arena. It's not some neutral court that is mm – -hmm in the Bahamas or New York City or the the you know wherever that is that is a home and home that is awesome we got very excited for that if you threw that in every year with UConn I'm in I take it I'm in even on the women's basketball side too I am in like uh hugely in but in a world where football means so much would you be as excited for UConn football added into the rotation for non-protected matchups in the ACC for for the teams down here? Hmm. Right? Because obviously I think if there's going to be those protected matchups, it would be Boston College, Syracuse, and UConn would, would kind of start to build a regional rivalry up there. Like that would be the main course of their protected matchups. Uh, I, don't, I don't think UConn hurts anything there. And there's the potential for them to to help some things, right? UConn basketball, awesome. Women's basketball, awesome. Football, 
I don't think they do any damage, right? Like, uh, by the way, both both State and Duke are playing UConn this year up in Connecticut in stores. So we're going to get a little taste of it this year. Uh, that's non-conference action, though. Uh, if you make it a conference game, I don't think they hurt anything. And matter of fact, they're beginning to pour some money into football. So it might be a investment of the future. And I'm wondering if you can't work something like this in. Uh, Dennis, how do you feel about this as as a trying to put my business hat on? Okay. Right? Talk to me. I, I do a lot of looking at college sports with my my emotional fan hat because I, I just like it so much. But I'm starting to see all of the decisions are made with with business at the forefront rather than like fandom and, mm-hmm. and the, the tried and true traditions and all that. We just saw a, a very complicated agreement between the Centennial Authority and the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. And it 20 came, years. It came with a 20-year extended lease, but also uh, a $300 million commitment from the Centennial Authority to build up uh, renovations within PNC Arena. And within that, Carolina and Tom Dundon, the owner, uh, are they, they committed you know $125 million or whatever back to PNC over the length of the deal. So there's these very, like, complicated commitments to spend right i almost wonder if you bring in yukon because yukon i believe has been looking to be a power five team for a while probably a little desperate probably seeing all of the movements in college sports and saying why can't we get in there so let's get the the highest paid lawyers from from carolina from from duke from state from florida state from i mean get them all together right and draw up some kind of agreement draw up some kind of contract that says we want you in the ACC right we want a commitment from you that you're going to spend x amount of dollars outside of what we give you as part of our media rights deal right whatever we decide to let you in at half half share for however many years and then a full share by x date uh you have to commit a certain amount of dollars to your football program that is part of the agreement in the same way Right, the the hurricanes said, you know, hey, we'll spend, uh, we'll we'll give you a twenty year twenty year commitment. We're not leaving for twenty years, but you have to commit three hundred million to building the the renovations in PNC up, so we are in a NHL quality arena. So can you look at UConn and say, we want you in the ACC. We want uh, the Dean Dome to to feature a UConn at Carolina game. Or, or I mean, we can go. We want PNC to be UConn at, at state every single year. Cameron Endor. <laughs> I mean, come on. But the we want that to happen. But you got to do something for us. Mm-hmm. We need you to commit X amount of dollars to your football program. And if if you don't spend that, we're kicking you out, right? And that's in the contract. Could we do that? Right, because they're pouring money into like UConn is spending more on football than they have. Jim Mora, uh, Jim Mora Jr., uh, who's the coach up there, would be one of the more famous football coaches in the ACC. Oh, he, easily. He comes with name recognition. He's not cheap. His staff is getting paid well. Uh, they're they're upping quite a bit of their their investment in football. And UConn's always kind of flirted with. Are we going to spend in football, or are we cool just being uh, an elite basketball program? Because they've been that. Like, and we also have football. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then well, we need something to do in the fall. Uh, like when when we have basketball recruits on campus, we'd like to take them to a football game. Yeah. Uh, 
if you can somehow get a written commitment that they are going to spend, I'm interested. I think they're a, they're a nice fit. They're on the East Coast, so you don't have to worry about all that West Coast stuff that people complain about so much. And they they bring value to the sports that aren't football, and I think could be a like a like a a rising stock right in in football. You buy them now, you bring them in five years from now, if they do the things that they contractually agree to under my kind of hypothetical here, they'll be a much better football program than they are now. And then the last thing I want to bring up about UConn uh, and also some teams in the ACC, uh, is there something called the Equity and Athletics Disclosure Act? Okay. Which had had uh, basically it required schools to, to let you know how much they were raking in in their athletics program. Uh, and and from 2003 to 2021, UConn Athletics, so that's, I don't know, however many years, 18 years, uh, UConn Athletics made the most money of any non-Power 5 school in the country. Now you may say, great, non-Power 5. We're not, we're a Power 5 co- uh, conference. We're not interested in how much you make. Okay, well, how about this? UConn made $1.25 billion. That's with a B, as in a bananas amount of money. From 2003 to 2021, the most of any non-Power 5 school. Georgia Tech, Mm -hmm. who is a member of the ACC that, when trimming the fat comes up, Georgia Tech's never brought up. Yeah. $1.15 billion over that time. Hmm. $100 million less. Wake Forest, $1.05 billion over that time period. $200 million less. Iowa State, $1.09 billion. Utah, who was just one of the the Pac uh, twelve schools that was that was taken right that when when the the looters showed up looking to see what was valuable left in the Pac twelve they took Utah they didn't take Stanford they didn't take Cal they didn't take Washington State or Oregon State they the 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 Big Twelve grabbed Utah one point oh three billion over two hundred million less in athletics revenue than UConn. To dive even further into the big picture of this, uh, over that time period, 2003 to 2021, every Power 5 program was above $1 billion in total revenue over that time. Meanwhile, every non-Power 5, except UConn and BYU, was below $1 billion. BYU is about to be a Power 5, right? They made the, the jump. UConn still hasn't. So you could argue they are the last possible non-Power 5 option that fits in with a power five conference. And, and we've been talking about UConn needs to, or sorry, not UConn, ACC, the Atlantic coast conference needs to entertain and look at all possibilities to add a team because if they don't pretty soon, if they ever need to add, they won't have anyone out there. That's worthy, right? If you don't take Stanford and you don't take Cal, you need to take somebody or else you're going to be the, the small group in a fight. And one thing that we have to keep in mind as well is that we talked about television revenue and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Yes, football is the driving factor in a lot of it, but basketball also generates a lot of revenue as well. Mm-hmm. So if you add UConn into the ACC, I'm sorry, that boosts your profile even further as the ACC because, oh, wait, hold on. I get Carolina, UConn, or I get mm-hmm. Duke, UConn, State, Wake, UConn. I get that matchup. I'm sorry, that's going to... 
when you have that window, I think it's in 2027 where it reopens the negotiate mm-hmm. uh, negotiating window. The, the look in, the, the look in, the, the look in. Yes, uh, <laughs> with 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 Disney. Okay, hey, look, we we'd, our we'd ratings like are coming in. up. Like <laughs> hey, like we're adding more inventory or better inventory for you. You can ask for more. Also on a basketball side, it's not just football. There's other inventory from these other sports that do generate revenue for the broadcasters. In this case, ESPN. That stuff does matter. I'm sorry. I would love to see UConn play any of these other ACC schools here in the state of North Carolina in the game. Who wouldn't want to see that? Twice a year? Give it to me. And and because they are a legitimate basketball power to rival the basketball powers in the ACC. Yeah. You can almost reverse engineer a rivalry that way. Mm -hmm. Everyone keeps talking about losing rivalries. It might be one of the few opportunities where you can build a rivalry, right? You have a couple overtime games, a couple games where, right, like uh, Hurley gets gets going, you know, right, because Hurley's the the basketball coach up there, throws a jacket a few times, gets a couple tees uh, in an away arena. All of a sudden, okay, now that that fan base doesn't like UConn. Now football, you know, okay, no, we don't like them, right? You you rep the same school. We don't like it. it's 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 a. Like, I don't think that would have happened probably with a Cal. I don't think that would have happened probably with a Stanford because as it stands right now, they aren't really on par with the the powers at the top of uh, of any ACC football or basketball. Um, but it could with UConn, right? There's there's a, a, an, a seed planted there with UConn. And most importantly, I'll say this about the ACC, and I've said this throughout this whole thing. No bad ideas. You treat every single meeting when it comes to the ACC powers that be like a brainstorming meeting and a startup, right? You have a whiteboard up front and you go, no bad ideas, no stupid ideas. Send them up here. It's a brainstorm. UConn, not only do I think it's not a bad idea, even if it was, bring it up, right? Bounce it around the room. See what everybody says. I'd entertain it.